0: of God, and uh, I begin to ask God, you know, because I don't just want to preach anything that I want to preach, amen, I want to be God, uh, God's mouthpiece so I can, I can teach the word of God and I can preach it to the people, amen, and the Lord began to speak to me, to my heart, amen, he didn't put down the clouds, amen, and said, yeah, I want you to say this, amen. He spoke to me through the word of God, amen. He spoke through my heart, amen. He began to fill my spirit with his word, amen. The Bible says that the same power that raised Christ from the dead is the same power that lives inside of us, amen. So it's the living power of God that is inside of you tonight, amen. And if you go with me, uh, I want to I wanna entitle this message... Um, Fighting for your full force blessing, amen? As you know, um, right now, our pastors, uh, Pastor A.G. and some of the other pastors, they're in Texas right now. They're at the full force blessing conference, and that's the theme that we've been going through, the direction that God has spoken to Pastor Ruben and to our pastors. And I want you to know that tonight, there's some things that I want to help you out so you can help me in my walk with God, Amen. So if you go with me to the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse 6, amen. And I don't want to take nothing out of context, amen. But I'm not going to, because I know it starts from chapter 1, but it's a lot of reading. And just know that here Joshua was coming into a new place in his life, amen. Joshua was about to enter into some challenges, into some new things in his life, amen. You know, pastor spoke last Sunday that... They're already signed for the new building, amen? And that God is about to do some powerful things in Living Word of Riverside, amen? And some powerful things in your life. Come on, give the Lord a clap offering, amen? That's something to be celebrated for, amen? And here, Joshua was going through something hard in his life, amen? Joshua just lost his mentor. You can say his pastor, his leader. Moses died. And, and he was going through changes in, in life, amen? How many of you know that we go through changes in our lives daily? Can I get an amen? amen. You know, some of you guys just woke waking up this morning, you already went through some changes, amen? You're like, oh, I got to get up, amen? Oh, I got to take my kids to school. You know, if you're in the home, oh, I got to hurry up to the bathroom, amen? And, and if you're in the woman's home, you know, you're fighting for the mirror, amen? And it's a whole different story. Or well, if you're at home... You're, you know, you're fighting with your kids to get up. Amen. Can I get an amen? My kids, you know, when when we wake them up in the morning, they go like, okay, okay. They say, yeah. And when I go back to the room or my wife goes back to the room, they're in the bed already like this. So each morning it's a fight. Amen. But let's go read the Bible real quick and um, let's get into the word because I believe that Joshua was troubled within himself. And you got to understand something. The hardest thing to do, church, it's to fight. When you don't feel like fighting anymore. Can I get an amen? The hardest thing to do is to do the right thing in the wrong time. Can I get an amen? See, it's easy to do wrong. Can I get an amen? It's easy to do the wrong things. It's easy to go out there and act a fool. Can I get an amen? That's in your DNA. Because of Adam and Eve, can I get a hello operator? But since the blood of Jesus, since the new covenant, we got the promise of salvation. Amen? And we got the power, amen, to change things in our lives, to change our situations And we believe, amen. And I don't want to go ahead of myself, but I believe that we need to be men and women of God that are full of the Holy Ghost, church. Because this generation that is coming up, it's a generation that is lost. It's a generation that is changing. It's a generation that no longer fear God, amen. It's a club now. But I don't want to go ahead of myself. Let's go and read real quick. The Bible says in the book of Joshua, chapter six—I mean, chapter uh, chapter one, verse six—the Bible says this: "Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide an inheritance to the land which I swore to their to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, that you may that you may observe." to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded you, do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you to be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you tonight, God, for your anointing, your presence that is in this house I thank you for allowing me to speak to your people, God. I pray that you will move, Holy Spirit. We invite you here. Break yokes, break bondages. Help us tonight, God, to understand your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. See, when, when I began to read this, I read this many, many, many times, church. I read it when at my house, on my job, anywhere I went. And there was something that spoke to me because. When you, go to, uh, when you go to a restaurant, I want to put it like this, when you go to a restaurant or you go to a buffet, amen, some of us, we like to go to restaurants, you don't go there and you order a half of a burrito, amen, unless you're like me and my wife that we share with all our five kids, but that's a whole different story, but you want it all, amen, amen. And when I'm thinking of a full force blessing is that I don't want to be blessed halfway. Can I get an amen? I don't want to be blessed just a little bit. I want the full force that is in my life that is going to take anything that comes my way. Because God says that I'm going to be blessed going in. I'm going to be blessed going out. And that nothing that should any means can harm me. Can I get an amen? And when when the Lord began to, to speak and put this in my heart is that, This fighting for our full for blessing is that we live in some crazy society and we're living in some crazy times, church. Everything is changing around. Can I get an amen? People are no longer standing for the word of God. Thank God that I come from a rare breed of pastors, amen, that they still care about people, that they still care about the word of God that they have laid down their lives, amen, that they have put their needs to the side, to help others. Can I get an amen? See, I'm being trained by the best, amen? And not only trained, i have been taught and been shown with exampleships, amen? And one thing that my pastor always instilled in me is that to never stop fighting for what belongs to me. Can I get an amen? See, some of us today, we're coming to church tired and worried and already worn out about fighting, amen? Because you've been fighting in the flesh, church. You haven't been fighting in the spirit. Let me tell you something. The hardest thing to do is to do something. Something spiritual and the natural can I get an amen. It made no sense when Jesus died up on the cross. To the people, the people were looking at a normal man. But in God's eyes, death was defeated, church. Salvation was birth to the crucifixion of Jesus. See, people were, were standing and saying, why would he, you know, what's wrong with them? Why is he dead? But not knowing that he had defeated death, that the keys of hell, of, of, of death were in the hands of Jesus and salvation was birth. Amen. And some people think that the natural eye it's the spiritual eye, can I get an amen, I remember my pastor teaching me, telling me things, you know, will seem small to you, it's not, it's not, it's not really small to me, can I get an amen, it's the foxes, it's the foxholes, amen, That ruin, the vines, amen, it's the little things that become big in our lives, can I get an amen, See, it's the little things that, that we neglect and that we think that we're all that in a bag of chips and we, get, we begin to forget that the very first thing that we were taught, I remember making so many mistakes because of the little things that I wasn't doing. Can I get an amen? See, we live in a place, in a society that it's very crazy. People are thinking, let me, let me, let me give you a few uh, um, a few things that I have. See, believers are changing the way that they believe. They say that the church is changing. They're saying that God is changing. Let me tell you something, brother and sister. God, and the book of Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Can I get an amen? The Bible says in the book of Numbers that God is not a man that he shall lie, nor the son of man that he shall repent. And he said that he will not or do. He's spoken and he will not make it. The word of God says in the book of Psalms, Chapter 119, verse 89. The Bible says this. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Can I get an amen? See, I don't know where people are getting that God is changing. That certain things are okay. I used to, you know, I'm going to throw it out there. I used to like to go to Target, amen? And now, it's kind of confusing. Because if you don't feel like a man... For the day, you can go into a woman's restroom. Can I get an amen? Well, you go to a, you go to the bathroom where my wife is there or my daughter is there and we better pray for you, amen? The other day I told somebody, if you don't know what you are, go check yourself, amen? But that's a whole different thing, amen? And if you want to edit that, that's a whole different story, amen? I just had to get it out my chest because we're living in a society that everything is offended by Oh, you speak about Jesus in school and your kids are going to get expelled out of school, amen? See, we live in a society right now that people don't care anymore about if if you bring your Bible or if you pray at lunch. And now that, you know, you'll be criticized, people will, will it's just, it's getting nasty. I told my daughters, I told my sons that if they suspend you for praying for your lunch, or they tell you something for your belief. It's okay, baby. We can homeschool you. Can I get an amen? See, I have to teach my children. Come on, give the Lord a clap of offering. Amen. We need to stand for what's right. Amen. Amen. I don't know about you, but I stand for all the wrong things before, Amen. I stand for the things that I'm not proud to say. I'm not here for uh, to boast about any of the things that I did in my past. But I'm now that I know the Word of God. Now that I know that Jesus is Lord in my life, I begin to stand for what's right, Amen. To stand for what God says, Amen. For His principles, for His Word of God, Amen. How to be a husband? How to be a father, Amen? How to be a disciple, Church? How to how to behave? Can I get an Amen? But we're living in this, this time where people don't want to hear it anymore. It's funny when, you know, when we went to conference and, and Pastor Reggie preached a powerful... Uh, uh, man, i am just been studying their tapes, amen, their CDs. We don't have tapes anymore, amen. I've been mean studying their tapes because there are pieces of gold, amen, that that you can deposit into your heart and you begin to study the word of God and so much wisdom from my pastor, from Pastor Reuben, I begin to just be like a sponge. I look like SpongeBob. Can I get an amen? In a better looking way, can I get an amen? Sucking in the word of God. Learning the word of God. Meditating on the word of God. Standing firm on the word of God. Moving in the word of God. Moving in the anointing of God. Believing that Jesus can do all things, church, regarding regardless of what's going on in my life. See, that's what you do when you stand and you fight for your full for a blessing, church. Some of you guys and some of us will be fighting for the wrong things. Amen? See, you got to fight the enemy. All the devils, all these demons, all these principalities. You need to put down your sword to your brother with your sister. Some of you guys will be, man, when it comes to your wife, because that was me before. Everybody was first, and then it was my wife. And no wonder I wasn't getting anywhere, amen. No wonder I was not doing good, because how can I neglect something, amen. It's just, the Bible says if you walk with no balance, amen, you got to have balance in your life, Amen. And then I begin to acknowledge these things, amen, how to become a husband. My pastor always tells me, take care of your wife, you know, be be sensitive to your wife, amen. And he begins to steal all these many things because if you're going to fight for your full-fold blessing, church, there's some things that we need to adjust. Can I get an amen? I love boxing too. I'm a big fan of boxing. And when I see a fighter in the ring, and when I see that, he's not doing good, amen, that like he's getting beat up or something's going wrong, when that bell rings and he goes to the corner and sits down, you see the coach speaking to him, he begins to adjust things, he begins to tell him, you better fix your guard, you better start jabbing better, you need to stop, you need to start doing more, you know, throwing more, more hooks, and he begins to take instructions, See, some of us, church, we don't like to take no instructions, amen? I was those people that I wouldn't even buy something because I had to put it together, amen? I tell my wife, you put it together because I can't do that, amen? And that's what happens to us. When God comes and speaks to the men of God in our lives. And he begins to tell you, he begins to give you instructions. We don't like it, amen? And we get offended. We get we know we get all weird, amen. Any weirdos here tonight? Can I get an Amen? amen. You even look weird and you walk weird, Amen. <laughs> Weirdo <laughs> Amen. That's just a whole different sermon, Amen. Here I wanna go back into verse six. When here in the Bible says that to be strong and of good courage. For the people you shall divide an inheritance to the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. See, one thing that I want you to know is that God has something for you tonight, amen. See, God has some inheritance for you. God has some promises that have not been fulfilled yet that God wants to bring to pass because he knows that God's going to get glory through your circumstance. Can I get an amen? See, I thought that I went through things just because I was not doing good. See, there's three things that can happen in your life. And I learned the hard way, amen? One of them, you sin. Second of all, you made a dumb mistake. Can I get an amen? And the third of all, is that God is dealing with you, amen? And I'm going to tell you something. When God deals with you, you feel like the surgeon is cutting you open, church. You feel uncomfortable. You feel like what's going on, and God is only trying to reach out to you, trying to speak to you, trying to tell you, trying to catch your attention. And what happens is that we don't like it, and when the hand of God comes up on our lives, we run away. Can I get an amen? That's why when... Those that are getting married, amen. Those that are married, can I get an amen? Thank God I've been with my wife for 16 years already. And I had to realize that before when when I, uh, I didn't know better, amen. And when I didn't take advice from my pastor, when I was a, a, a fresh, a fresh, fresh uh Man, man of God, and I remember, you know, he always tell he's gonna tell you this. That's what you want, Amen. But that's not what you expected. Now make it work, Amen. See what happens is that when you get married, you act like if she's your girlfriend, can I get an Amen? You throw a fit and you want to go back to your mom's house. You want to go back to your dad's house, and it doesn't work like that. Can I get an Amen? You know what it is. You just need to humble yourself. Sometimes you need to just get back into the basics. You need to get a hold of God. You need to pray, amen. You need to let these things go. Can I get in a man? You're not dating her, amen. You are married. Commit. And one thing that just was heavy in my heart that, that my pastor told me was this. Who's getting the glory when you fight with your wife? Who's getting the glory when you're acting like a fool? And that made me think pretty hard, amen. Because some of us, church, let me drink some water, amen. Amen. Some of us, church, we don't like to hear nothing, amen. If you're going to fight for your fourfold blessing, it has a lot to do with your marriage. Because if you can't take care of your own house, how can you take care of God's house? Can I get an amen? And I had to learn to be a provider for my family. I had to be a man, uh, uh, not just a man, but a man of God, a man of integrity that will pray, that get on my knees, that cover my wife in prayer and fasting. Amen. I, I, had, to, I had to do all these things that, trust me, was it comfortable? No, it wasn't. But it was necessary to grow. Amen. To become sensitive. To become what God called us to be. Amen. See, because a house that is divided will not stand. Can I get an Amen. You can play the part all you want at the house. But if it's not at home, it ain't real. Can I get an amen? I learned that from my pastor, amen. Come on, give the Lord a clap offering, amen. He's like, all I got to do is ask your kids and your wife, amen. She will expose you, little devil, amen. No wonder my, you know, when I was... (laughs) I remember my kids used to love watching horror movies and like, what's wrong with you, man? And I was so messed up, amen, thinking that was right and stuff like that. And no wonder why you attract the whole wrong things into your house, amen. I remember my kids coming to Sunday school and telling their their Sunday school teacher, oh, we were watching Chucky last night. And we were doing, man, my kids were crazy, man. I'm over here like, oh, man, she just told on me, amen. But that's... (laughs) That, that's just a whole different story, amen? Oh, let's keep on moving on, amen, because I'm going to expose myself even more, amen? But God is good, amen? See, Joshua was entering into a brand new phase of his life. You know that right now as, as we speak, I had to enter into a very, very hard um, stage of my life because... I remember coming to church, this is recent, coming to church, being in church, you know, but hurting in my body. I was to the point where I couldn't walk very well. I crawled like a hundred-year-old man in bed. There was days that I was, I did not want it even to eat. Because God was taking me from a place of not just dying to myself, but to letting some things go. I was going to doctors. I was getting treatments. I was doing physical therapy, church. And I'm sharing with you, because I don't care how spiritual you are, amen. You're still a man and a woman. We are flesh. Can I get an amen? And when these things were going on, it was a challenge for me because if I was going to fight for my full force blessing, I couldn't continue to be in that stage that I was. I couldn't continue in my petty party saying, oh, I'm hurting, I'm this, and I can't do it. When my pastor, when the word of God says that I can do all things to Christ Jesus, who strengthens me, amen. See, it's time to pick up our Bible, church, and believe what the Bible says, church. No more fronting when it comes to God, because we can be good actors, amen. Some of us, we deserve an Oscar. Can I get an amen? Man, Mel Gibson ain't got nothing on us, amen. Hello, operator. And then my pastor will call me, how you doing, Flaco? I'm good, I'm good, you liar. No, no, not me. See, some of us here tonight, your promise is around the corner, amen? It could be your healing. It could be your deliverance, whatever God is trying to deliver you from. It could be anger. It could could be that you're a warrior, Amen? You do nothing but to worry, and you just worry so much that you go around and you make circles, and you make a hole, and you put yourself in there, amen? Maybe God's trying to deliver you from your marriage, amen? Maybe God is trying to, is using circumstances to bring you together, amen, to work something out, amen? Let me tell you something, God works in some extreme and weird ways, amen, that we cannot comprehend, Amen? See, God is God and we are men. God's ways are not our ways. Amen. And there's something that it's happening that God is shifting things because you know the devil's not happy. Our pastors just got blessed with a beautiful building church. And you think that the devil's not gonna fight you? You gotta be kidding me, amen. You gotta be ready and stand firm, and you gotta get back to the basics, which is prayer, fasting, amen, and believing that God will do something in your life, church. Because let me tell you something, the next level that this church is gonna go is gonna be outrageous, church. You're gonna see devils, you're gonna see manifestations, but also you will see miracles, signs and wonders because of the work of God that is doing to this church, through this house to our pastor church. See, this movement that we're having, church, is the real deal. See, everybody wants to be, oh, beast mode, amen. Oh, beast mode in the gym. You're not even working out. You're taking pictures. Put the phone down and put your headset in and start working out, amen. Beast mode, selfie. That's a whole different story. I was taught that if you're gonna do something, just do it, amen. You know, you ain't gotta show anybody, amen. The proof is in the pudding, amen. And everybody wants to do beast mode. Everybody wants to be a, you know, oh, I'm beasting it until there's the until there's the time to do what beasts do, amen. And let me tell you something: a lion can go up to three days without eating, amen. A lion could, (laughs) see, I'm talking about lions because Jesus represents the lion of the tribe of Judah, amen? With power and authority that he has given us. And the lion has many, many enemies, church. Cobras, hyenas, their own kind. And they're always battling, church, amen? Amen. But see, when I hear people say, oh, beast mode and stuff like that, I said, you better be careful what you say, amen? Amen. See, be careful what you pray for because God will hear you and God will bring the word of God and test you in what you want. Amen? Some of you guys, oh, I wanted to get married. When God brings you that wife, you won't even hold it down. Oh, Oh, I want my children back and you can't even stand them. Can I get an amen? But you pray for that. See, there's something about beast mode that people don't understand. It takes a beast to be a beast, amen? amen. And it's not pretty. You can go to the safaris. You don't got to go so far. Go to YouTube. You can, see, you can see the lion's face. They're all scratched up. They're always constantly bleeding. Because it shows the battles, the scars that they're going through. Just like you, church. All these things that you've been going through, God knows about it, amen? See, people might not be able to see it, but God sees your tears. Amen. Come on, give the, give the Lord a clap offering, Amen. God sees your tears. God sees your labor. God sees what you do, when you behave, when you don't behave. See, God is all-knowing, all-powerful. And here, when, I, when, I, when I'm going back into verse 6, that God was speaking to Joshua and was telling him that there's an inheritance for these people. See, there's people that are waiting to be reached by you, church. I have family members that I need you to reach out to, amen? Because there's times that family won't believe you, amen? It's been over 12 years and my family, some some of them, they still look at me funny, amen? Why? Only God knows. But I know that you can reach out somebody that I can't reach out to. Amen. I know you can be a testimony. You can be the light to someone's life. You can bring life into the. Come on, give them some, give them a good clap, offering. Amen. Not only your promise, but the people that you haven't encountered yet. See, a few months ago, I lost a good friend. From an overdose. It shattered my heart in pieces. I couldn't even eat for a week. Because how shocked I was. But you know what? I always spoke to him about the word of God. I was a testimony. Every night that he will call me. He'll FaceTime me all the way from New York. He will tell me I don't want to live like this anymore. He will tell me about I want to have what you have. I want to I, I wanna change for my family, for my daughter. I want to I wanna do this. I want to do that. He was supposed to come this summer to the church. He was supposed to be here. And he was going to move from New York to California to start a new life. He says, if I have to go into the men's home, I will go to the men's home. I don't want to live like this. But see, the biggest lie that we have, church, the biggest lie that we believe is that, we got time to get right. Come on, give him praises tonight, amen. See, the devil will lie to you and tell you it's okay. You can sleep in, you know, you can do that, you can do this. No, you can't. You know, it shattered my heart because I will tell him about the word. He wanted a change, but the addiction was so big. That I, I, was, I was talking to him at night and he sent me a voice message actually. And I still have it because it's a reality check for me. I still have it saved up because it's somebody that I, that I, that I love dearly for the short time that I met him. And that I could have been better. Yes, I could have been better. But there are more people that are waiting to be reached for. He was messing around and I received a phone call in the morning from his brother all the way from New York and told me that the ambulance picked him up and he was unconscious. And I thought he was messing with me because it was April's full. And he told me, no, there's nothing to play about this. And in that moment, I began to pray, I began to get a hold of God and unfortunately, he died. But what I'm telling you is that let's not let more people, this world is dying. There are teenagers out there You know, I had the privilege to go and do the game program with Pastor R and and Pastor Reggie. And there are children from the age of eight years old already doing drugs, already being initiated to gangs. It's going to take men and women of God like you and I to reach out, to stand in the word of God, to put our faces on the ground, to pray for those that are lost, to pray for those that are bound, to pray for those devils that are coming against the people of God. It's going to take people to really get on their knees and fast and say, you know what, God, if you can do something with me, do it now, God, because there's people that are dying. There's people that are going through hell right now. There's people that are going to hell right now. We need you, God, to take us back to the to the." Oh, my Lord, I can't even... See, when, when my friend died, it shattered my heart because it's another soul that it was lost. Hell is real, brothers and sisters. And that was one of my motivations, besides my family and everything, to do better, to be out there and to be a testimony, to get out of there. And I, I began to get a hold of God... I crawled into my living room. When the men's home were ready to go and, and fundraise and do what they had to do, I will crawl down to my living room, pray, fasting, believing in God for the promises, saying, God, you can heal me, God. God, you are a mighty God. You are the great physician. You are the great I am, God. You call me to do great things, God. You didn't call me to die. You didn't call me to lead my family astray, God. You didn't call me to be a failure, God. You called me to be a king and a priest for your kingdom of God. You called me to be an ambassador for your name's sake, God. You called me to be a son to my pastors. You called me to be a blessing, God. Even if your heart's to be blessed, God, do something to me right now, God. I'm in church, God began to touch my body, I begin to walk I begin to have no more pain in my liver my my tendons begin to get hard, I've been going to the gym every night, praising God that I can walk, that I can do things when the doctor told me, you need to go through surgery you need to do all this, let me tell you something the power of God is there cause I got mad church, I'm closing with this real quick I got, I got you know, some of us we can be just so hard-headed and get mad at God. I said, God, if I'm so anointed and I'm going this, why am I going through these things, God? See, sometimes, church, you need to remember that God takes you to some certain paths and certain rows that you can remember where you came from. That grace abounds much, church. That when there's much sin, more grace. It's in the place. Can I get an amen? And God began to tender my heart. Trust me, He took me to the desert literally to deal with my heart, to deal with issues that I can be ready to receive my full force blessing. Can I get it? Amen. God begin to do things, church. See, man of God, it starts with you. Don't blame your wife, don't blame your children. Don't blame your ministry. Don't blame your pastor. If you're going to blame somebody, blame yourself. Repent and get back to where you belong. Can I get an amen? Come on, give the Lord a clap offering. Amen. As we stand tonight. Hallelujah, Lord. There was so much that I couldn't even get to. But it's okay. God, God spoke to his people tonight. Hallelujah, Lord. Father, you are worthy tonight, God. Father, you are worthy tonight. Father, we praise you tonight, God. Father, we love you, God. Father, we need your grace and mercy tonight, God. Hallelujah, Lord. See, if if there's anyone here. See, you were like, Pastor, um, I don't even know Jesus. I don't know, God. I am new to what you're talking tonight, but I feel something in my heart. I feel the tugging and I want to know this, Jesus. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed. If you don't know Jesus. As your personal Lord and Savior. I want you to lift up your hand. Because I want to pray for you. Hallelujah. Thank you. God sees the hand. Hallelujah Lord. Let me tell you something. Jesus loves you. And you are worth it. Maybe some of you someone here has backslidden and you want to get back right with God, amen and you've been hearing condemnation and fire, but let me tell you something, the God that we serve doesn't condemn you, but he's a forgaveful and grateful God his grace is so powerful, church that he's married to your heart that he loves you if that's you tonight, I want to I want you to lift up my hand. Nobody's looking because I want to pray for you. I want you. I want God to strengthen you tonight. Hallelujah! God sees those hands. So you can put them down right now. Maybe God spoke to you tonight. Or well, there's things that I didn't even say, but you feel the presence of God tugging in your heart. You need prayer. You need deliverance. And maybe you haven't been fighting the way you should. And you want your full force blessing tonight. I want to open up these altars for you tonight. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Don't put no more resistance. Those that don't know Jesus, I want you to come up here. I want to pray for you. Somebody's going to lead you to the Lord tonight hallelujah Lord have your way Jesus have your way Jesus if you can repeat with me this real quick say Jesus wash me with your precious blood forgive me of all of my sins come into my life today I accept as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross. And for God the Father that raised you at the third day. Hallelujah, Lord. Those that didn't know the Lord. And you believe that with your heart. And you just confessed it. Welcome to the family of God. You're a born again Christian. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Anybody else needs prayer? Those that have...